Thank you for tuning in to A Greater Story with Sam Collier. We are calling this a radio podcast, a cool hybrid of talk radio and music. Real leaders, real talk, incredible stories. Listen, wherever you are all around the globe, you are tuning in right now to A Greater Story with Sam Collier. I have my good friend in the building. I mean, he is awesome. The newest artist on the Passion label, Six Steps. Jimmy Crabity is in the building. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, Sam. Great to be here with you at A Greater Story. That's what I'm saying. Well, well you look good in your hat. I just want to say that. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm well, trying. Well, listen, just before we jump in, I want to kick this thing off with a little bit of music. Introduce this first song for us. Well, this is Jimmy Cravity, and uh, you're listening to the centerpiece of the Heaven EP. This is Beacon. You are, you are, you are, you are the beacon of heaven. You are, you are, you are, you are the beacon of heaven. And every knee Living in me, setting me free. You 
so Jimmy, we go back. Yeah, we do. Right? Like two flat, is two flats? <laughs> what is it? Two flat tires? I don't yeah, know. What yeah, it is. we go back okay. like two flat tires, man. We've known each other for a long time. For a long time. Man, you, you've come such a long way. Man, thank you. I mean, God, I remember when you first started playing the guitar. Wow. Right? Like yeah. you were just kind of, and you were getting your thing going, and now God has, I mean, you were passionate. Now he's elevated you to such a high level and influence in the Christian community. How do you feel about all that? I feel fantastic about it. Yeah. Um, I've been trying, I've been being an artist for nine years. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Just been grinding. You know what I mean? Working yeah. as hard as I can mm -hmm. on, on doing that. And, you know, I think of it as like, you know, you put in your time. A lot of people say for you to be successful at something, it's going to take 10 years. Wow. So I feel like I'm just on the brink. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell us how you got with passion. How did that happen, man? Well, I feel like it's twofold. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a part of it is, like I just said, I've been working as an artist for years now. Yeah. I've opened for Janelle, opened for Kansas. I've played Unplugged in the Park. I've played all, pretty much all the stages yeah, here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. And I've just like been grinding and trying to make it happen that way. That's right. Hooked up with a producer named Sham. Um, shout out to Sham. Yeah, shout out to Sham. Sock <laughs> Passe. <laughs> And uh, he did uh, two songs on my previous EP called Maverick. He did Doorstep to the World and Nothing Else to Say. Yeah. And uh, he hit me up uh, in 2013 and said, man, why don't we make an album? Hmm. Why don't we make a Christian album? Why don't we make a wow. worship album? Now, you weren't doing Christian before? No, no, no. I don't see myself as a Christian artist. Huh. I see myself as an artist. Huh. And so, you know, I feel like the world wants to put labels on you yeah. to make it simpler for people to consume it. Yeah. But uh, art isn't that simple. Yeah. I'm an artist. But you are, you are a Christian, but yeah. you're also an artist. Exactly. But the two aren't necessarily connected. Exactly. I, I huh. feel like who I am as a person, just like anybody else, who I am a, as a person influences the music that I make. Wow. So it's not like, you know, my first two EPs were pop EPs, huh. alternative rock music. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to make that type of music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. going to make music that I love and, and music that uh, edifies the church and lifts humanity. That's right. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like that's what I have in the heavens. So that's one part of it, working hard as an artist. Yep. We, me and Sham created the Heaven album. Yeah. I'm also, I've been going to Passion City Church for six years now. Wow. Serving. Um, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Not, I, I mean, I was like, I believe as a as a follower of Jesus, we should hold the door wow. for people to come and see Christ. And I don't think that that uh, changes if, you, if you're a super successful celebrity in the music industry huh. or if you're just uh, on the brink or just on the beginning stages. No, I feel like you always make time to serve. Yeah. And so I was doing that a bunch and, uh, you know, hooked up with Sham and uh, his production company called Seiko. And we went down to Nashville. We yeah. played the we played the Heaven EP for a bunch of labels. Yeah. We got a couple of offers and uh, we, we, we met with Capital and they said, you know what? You're at Passion City Church already. Yeah. <laughs> You're at Six Steps. Let's, right. let's make it happen. Wow. And so, uh, you know, played it for Louie and Shelly. Yeah, and all of them. Yeah, and, and uh, they loved it. Really, they've been along. Uh, they've been great um, inspirations. Wow, on this journey 
for me and uh, just great people, great pastors, great leaders, great innovators. Wow. And so they say, of course, we want we want this project. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, and so that's how that's how I got connected with passion outside of when I was in high school. I went to my first passion event, Passion on the Hill. Yeah. The two, six, eight generation. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Walking in the way of your truth. Wow. We wait eagerly for you because mm. your name and your renown are the desire of our souls that connected with me. Um, since I was in high school, man, I wow. connected with that vision and I've always felt like they are on the forefront of what's next. Wow. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, they were pioneering the next wave of music. Yeah. It's the same today. It is. Yeah. Well, listen, man, listen, take us to a song. We got to go to a break. Sure. When we come back, I want you to tell us about Louis and Shelly Giggly. Okay? Sure. T- hit us with this next song. Sure. This next song is called Prada. The luxury of suffering.
listen, you got a new EP that's about to come out. Yeah. I want to hear about it. But before we talk about it, again, you're signed to the Passion label. Yeah, Six Lu- Steps Capital. Louis Giglio and Shelly Giglio. Yeah. Phenomenal leaders. Phenomenal. Tell us about them. What I have experienced the most, I mean, being a creative in such a creative church yeah. is really, really advantageous mm. I feel like every time I hear Louis speaks song ideas come mm. they just come I'm thinking lyrics I'm thinking like wow how can I take this content and make it something into something that people can sing yeah and also what I really love about Louis and Shelley which which has inspired me and, and will continue to inspire me my entire life they believe that if we're gonna do it for Jesus we have to do it to the best of our ability. Wow. We have to give 100%. I think so many times, some people can be like, oh, we're gonna do it for God, so we could just lay off. We can we can just cut corners. Right. No. Beauty matters. Woo! Go back. Say that again. It does, man. <laughs> Beauty matters. Mm. It matters to God. Mm. How How can people tell that you love Christ if what they see doesn't show oh man someone cares about christ people wow. people can tell like that's I, so big like people can see it you know what i mean i feel like a, a core value at our church is like we design everything and i think wow it's, it's true like wow you think about people that don't care about god don't care about christ don't yeah. care about any of those things and i think about it sonically going back to the ep mm-hmm. people can listen to the music and be like I don't really care about the lyrics that he's singing about, but the music yeah. is incredible. It's incredible. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like if you put that, if you compare that to a church, yeah. Like, okay, I haven't I'm not with the messaging yet. I'm not with the, the content yet. Mm. But but what they're but what, the method, what they're doing here. Right. <laughs> It calls, it's it compels incredible. me to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, I feel like that's one, one great thing. And also, Shelly, I've never been in a conversation with her where she didn't somehow bring it back to Jesus. Wow. I, I was backstage serving as a stage manager. Incredible. And I said, uh, congrats on the Grammy nominations maybe two or, two or three years ago. She says, man, isn't it incredible that Jesus allows us to be a part of this? Wow. I mean, it's like, and this is like second nature. It's not like uh, something we have to yeah. conjure, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I just feel like there's so many uh, things I could go on and on about how I have learned from them. But those few things are like some of the top ones. Wow. Let me ask you this. Just as we transition, I, I want to spend a good amount of time on the EP. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, just one question. We'll go to a break. We'll come back. What is it like being on a label that has artists like Chris Tomlin, Christian Stanfield? And, you know, Passion hadn't signed a lot of people. In a, I mean, anybody in a long time. Yeah. What is that like? You know, we had a conversation. Uh, <laughs> we had a meeting and I said, you know, I, I think Six Steps is an incredible label. Hmm. I think they've pioneered sounds that has... Uh, transcended where they are and has reached across the globe. Wow. I had the opportunity to go to South Africa early this year. Hmm. The people in South Africa were singing the songs just as hard, if not harder, than the people in the wow. U.S. And so it's like, this isn't just like something that we're we're doing in Texas that's just staying in the States. 
in Atlanta. No, yeah. this is a global, this is a global thing. Mm. And as an artist, as a creative, I think you have a responsibility to make something timeless, mm. to make something classic, timeless. to make something that can be global. Global. And I feel like, you know, I just feel excited, happy to be a part of such a wonderful team and a rich legacy. Mm. We got to go to a break. When we come back, Jimmy's going to tell us about this incredible album. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. All right, everybody. We're going to turn this dome into one massive dance floor. So we talked about Pastors Louis and Shelly Giglio and sure. passion and just this idea that art is beautiful and God is beautiful and the big statement, beauty matters. Sure. Beauty matters. 
talk to us about this beautiful album. Yeah. That you've created. Sure. I mean, I've heard it. I listen. Sure. When I before anything happened with passion, I was texting you, going crazy, like, man, this is gonna change the church. Man, it's thank like, you. It, you, you got a little bit of African American church style in there. Sure. With your more contemporary Christian, mm-hmm. your hip hop. I mean, yeah. you've got a hip hop producer. Sure. Like, it's just, it's amazing to me. Talk to us about the concept of the yeah. sound. Why don't and we the start album. there? Yeah, yeah, why yeah, don't yeah, we do start that, there? That. Uh, Sham, Sakprase produced it. He's produced for Rihanna, Kanye West, Jay Z. Wow. All these cats. I'm, I'm stunned by what he does with sounds. <laughs> the way that he approaches producing mm. is phenomenal. Mm. It's really uh, futuristic. Wow. He's always approaching it from a performance performance aspect mm. you, you hear beacon where it starts do 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 he's thinking do, lights what <laughs> on do, a grammy stage do, do, you know what i mean do. you think about like uh prada he's thinking man like how how can we start the ep wow. the, the the static yeah, yeah. all the different sounds and I, I feel like with him he said jimmy why don't we destroy the church and I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? How? How are we going to destroy the church? Because when I think of church, I think of me. Yeah. I don't want to destroy myself. Exactly. What he was saying was, why don't we destroy all of these traditions? Ooh, why don't we destroy all of the these? Institution, yeah, the institution, the traditionalism. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we destroy this where, where people have thought, oh, this is the only space that these types of songs can exist in. Ooh. Why don't we put that aside? Mm. You know, why don't we put, it was like, why don't we give this music, why don't, we're not going to compromise the message of yeah, this music, but, but why don't method. we give the music some teeth? You know? Why don't I, we give the music some teeth? Yeah. When I think of heaven, I think of thunder, lightning, wow. might, aggression, pure worship. I think of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we wanted to put in the music. Mm. And I feel like that's what's crazy. I feel like what's what's great about the music, we're not doing anything crazy. Right. We're just taking what has been conventional on the top. Mm. And taking something that Jay-Z could rap on or something that Coldplay could play at a live Ooh. concert and putting that underneath. Wow. You know what I mean? And so so it's like pioneering. Yeah. I think of it like I think of myself as a futurist. Mm. I want to create the future. When people say, what does the EP sound like? I, the most accurate description I feel like today has been, it sounds like the future. Wow. And, but that's true. Yeah. Because and I, I was don't, banging I, it in my car. <laughs> it sound, that sounds like, uh, that's, it can sound arrogant or conceited, but I don't mean it in that way. Yeah. But to me, like. No, I, it doesn't. It, it, it's yeah. genre fluid. If you hear the music, what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like, no, he's not, that's not, it really does sound like the future. My hope is that the church, different churches all around the globe would hear it and try it in their church. Ah. Yeah, that's my hope yeah, because me too. I yeah, think it would engage the generation. You know what? I think so many uh, sometimes people can get caught up on corporate. Wow, let's let's make it corporate. Yeah, let's make it corporate. To me, I'm thinking, you know, if it's written from an honest place, yeah. some people can sing, sing it. it. <laughs> a lot of people can sing it. It's true. But just but but making it corporate doesn't mean that you have to make it what has been already. Yes, right. You know what I mean? But I, I I agree with you. I would love if people would would sing it in their churches and it would give voice to people 
um, give people new words, new expressions, new phrases. Wow. Christ, you're the beacon of heaven. Mm. You know what I mean? Like give a new way to say something that we've been saying for ages. That's right. That's what I, I hope happens with the EP. Well, I think it has an opportunity to, man, because when you listen to even where Hillsong United has gone in their last couple albums, yeah. they've kind of tried to do it, mm-hmm. and they've done it in their way. This is a different way. Yeah. It's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. The drums are a little bit bigger. Oh, yeah. But I've seen how they've taken that studio sound, that mainstream sound, and I've seen Arena singing it. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see what this does. I, again, I just want every church around America yeah. to just try it, man. You know what? I want every person yeah. around the globe around here. The glo- <laughs> I, I feel like the music isn't polarizing. Yeah. You don't have to believe in Jesus to like this. Listen, we got to go. Yeah. When we come back, Jimmy's going to talk to us about the state of America. Yeah. Let's I want to have that conversation. Let's let's have it. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> I was lost with a broken heart. You picked me up, now I'm set apart. From the ash I am born again. Forever safe in the Savior's hands. You are more than my words could say. I follow you, Lord, for all my days. Fix my eyes, follow in your ways. Forever free in unending grace. Cause you are
Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Sam, call you. <laughs> Man, this this uh, episode, this segment, this show has been phenomenal. We got to take a turn for a second. Yeah, let's do it. I want to talk to you about the state of our nation. Sure. And our country. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about the role of the church in that. And sure. I mean, you've been all around the globe. You've worked with people that are not necessarily in the church. Mm-hmm. You've been in what would be considered a predominantly, predominantly white area mm-hmm. or church or just space, you know, in the country. You, sure. you, you grew up, obviously you're black, you've been black, you're gonna die black, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What, with everything, even the election that just happened. Sure. What is your state of the union, if you will, on the state of our nation. Hmm. The state of our nation to me is, we're, we're experiencing a lot of different things, you know? Hmm. Um, it, it's crazy uh, how many things are the ripple effects of things that's happened previously. Yeah. You know, historically, black people have been oppressed in this country systematically. Hmm. And I'm not just talking about slavery. I'm talking about after slavery, the 13th Amendment. Yeah. So we'll imprison black people i'm talking about uh cocaine being intentionally placed in certain communities to destroy certain groups of people Mm. by agencies wow and this isn't this isn't like personal this is systematic Hmm. so we live in like the wake of those types of things what our country needs is unity Hmm. what our country needs all of these pictures to me are a picture of a greater need, a greater need of the gospel, a greater need of Christ. Wow. You know, uh, the, the Lord's Prayer says, hallowed be thy name. Mm. That's actually a prayer against people using the name of Christ for greed, for corruption, for slavery, for putting down a certain race so that wow. you can be better. You know, and so like, what we really need is, I, I think, a, a, a revival. Uh, we need, I feel like a lot of it is like we need more virtue. We need these types of things. Mm-hmm. But it's like underneath that, we need a, a, a person to inspire us to want to have virtue. Wow. God. You know, mm. we need, it's evident we need God. Like, you know, so many things, even like police brutality and, and uh, against like black men, it, it started to make me feel weird. My, my cousin is a cop, hmm. uh, Atlanta Police Department, and I love him. And I know that every day that he goes to work, he goes to work to do his job to the best of his ability. Yeah. That's not true for every single person, you know? But I feel like whatever I can do to raise my voice, hmm. to be a solution, you know? What, what do you think? Well, I was, uh, <laughs> was going to ask you. Well, one, let me mm-hmm. say this. I think multiculturalism is the way forward. Sure. But I think that there's some things standing in the way of us mm-hmm. coming together like we need to. Yeah. I don't think that us getting into our silos is the way forward. Sure. Now, people will disagree with that mm-hmm. around the country. Yeah. But I really do believe from being able to play on both sides that multiculturalism is the oh. way forward. I'll tell you one thing. And so, yeah, talk to us. Uh, I spent a lot of time out in LA. Hmm. I spent a lot of time in the South. In the South, um, I mean, there's not a lot of multiculturalism, mm-hmm. even on a Sunday morning. 
It's right. You know, the most like, segregated hour in America is what they call it. It's like, <laughs> but only really in the South, kind of. <laughs> really? You go out to LA, man. You mm. go to a church on Sunday morning, you don't know who, what, what's the demographic. No, wow. the demographic is heaven. Mm. <laughs> you know, the demographic is, is almost all of the races and all of the countries, you know what I mean? Wow. And I feel like, like, like we need to remember that's what heaven is like. Heaven, the language of heaven won't be English, won't be American, mm. you know? Yeah. It'll be all races, all languages, all tongues, all nationalities. So I do feel like multiculturalism is the way forward. And also, people have to be... Uh, intentional hmm. about diversity people have to be intentional about um caring that they're the cultures that they're part of aren't monocultures wow just one people we're upper middle class this is this is who we this are this is yeah we just hang with these people you know yeah. people have to be very intentional about that listen i want to continue this yeah i got to go to a break sure we're coming back yep we're jumping straight in the question is what is standing in the way of our diversity and of our unity when we come back? Sure. I know you've seen the seasons come and you've seen them go. You've seen the highs and you've seen the lows. You've seen the bronze and you've seen the gold. You've seen them die and you've seen them grow. Through it all, you standing like a cedar grove. Yeah. Now see the power in the potter's hand. And when you walk through the wilderness, see the promised land. Yeah. Through all the struggles, God has got a plan. See the horizon, it's lighter, God is a shine again. The winter comes, the rain falls. There will eventually come a time when the rain's gone. But in the meantime, keep hanging on and see the picture that he's painting on. Come. When the winter comes and the rain falls, falls, yeah. I recall in the darkness, the shadows trying to bring me down. I look into the horizon and I see you will come like the rising sun. I see you. You will come like the rising sun. I know you'll come. Yeah, oh. Yeah. So many times I'm scared to believe what's real Other times scared to relieve what I feel And the course will veer But if I'm fearful of faith Then I'm faithful to fear When it feels like the struggle is prevailing Troubles and the ailments Life delivers punches better than your mailman <laughs> Remember the one that prevailed it Wrote that love letter to you P.S. that love is never failing <laughs> And now we may cry Until we see the break in the day We keep on keeping on from sunset to sunrise You can let that rain fall Let that whoa, rain whoa. fall Cause we are warriors Even though we have scars We keep on keeping on from sunset to sunrise We say let that rain fall Let that rain fall No When the winter comes in the rain Shadows trying to bring me down. I look to the horizon. You come at the rising sun. You come at the rising sun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Cause you know who you have In a dark place he be lighting a path When he sees in your end He will make you whole And you don't know the half I'm living I'm learning that everything That I go through It be making me strong Through the crisis I wanna be Christ-like You can call me a clone Cause I'm human And I can't get through it Nope not on my own And my God is Every bit of my guidance And he's still on the throne The fact is We need him And he's right here For all of us Through the valleys and shadows Through the storms He's still calling us uh, Man this is kingdom Wherever you're from Shout out to Jamaica We call him the Kingstone Every last one of our needs he has When the rain comes you don't need no GPS on dash To find our day And when I see your mercy Come crashing through the night I look up to the heavens There I'll find your guiding light When the winter comes and the rain falls Falls, yeah I recall in the darkness The shadows shine and bring me to the horizon you come at the rising sun you come at the rising sun yeah oh yeah i'm sitting here with jimmy cravity newest yeah. artist on the passion label six steps he's amazing we're talking about the state of our country of our nation you said something earlier jimmy you said we need unity mm-hmm. the question i have is you know and let, let, let me preface it with this I am a minister, if you will. If you will, I am a communicator sure. that communicates at North Point, which mm-hmm. is, you know, we've got forty thousand members, right? Um, maybe twenty percent diverse, but we're getting more diverse. Sure. Um, I have a nonprofit that is in the slums. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we reached eighty thousand kids in impoverished areas in the past three years. Yeah. So I'm for multiculturalism. I'm for unity going forward. At the same time, um, I want us to get to what is standing in the way of that. Mm. You're in, you kind of have the same story. What, what do you think is standing in the way of us coming together? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I think people are making strides toward it. Yeah. You know, I think uh, a lot of people are used to the culture that they're used to. And it's hard to um, step out of that and be intentional about stepping out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think it's um, I think it's sometimes you have to look at the numbers too. Hmm. Um, when you said twenty percent diversity, I mean that's if 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 the majority of the population is a certain race, and then you look at the population and like there's only. 20% black people there's only 20% these people 20% these people and you have that in your population then you're doing pretty good I yeah, think yeah. I think also it's just understanding too and, and being able to try and get over whatever personal things you may have against another race subconsciously or consciously try and get over those types of things and yeah. really embrace the Bible says behold how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Hmm. It is like the oil upon the head. Wow. You know, the anointing is there. And so I think a part of it is being intentional, really valuing it, you know, valuing difference. Yeah. Let me ask you about empathy. Sure. Empathy. I work for an organization called Orange, mm-hmm. and Reggie Joyner is at the helm. He talks a lot about this idea of empathy and us pressing pause on our own thoughts and feelings to sure. see 
someone, you know, to see through the eyes of another. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit earlier with some of my friends here at Story First just about the idea of conversation and that it doesn't cause division and actually helps us become less divided. Well, talk to us about empathy. I think empathy is great. Wow. There's, there's a, uh, there's a segment that comes to mind when it comes to race relations, diversity, yeah. all of that stuff. And I'll read this. Uh, it's Isaiah 59. It says, um, it's amazing how relevant this is to America. <laughs> it says, our courts oppose the righteous and justice is nowhere to be found. Hmm. Truth stumbles in the streets and honesty has been outlawed. Yes, truth is gone and anyone who renounces evil is attacked. Mm. The Lord looked and was displeased to find there was no justice. He was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. Mm. So he himself stepped in to save them <laughs> with his strong arm and his justice sustained them. You know, I, I think a part wow. of the amazement here was that there, there was no empathy. Martin Luther King said, Letters from a Birmingham jail. The greatest opposition to the civil rights that we've been was not been racist. Mm. It has been the silence Woo. of clergymen mm. that we thought would be with us. Mm. It wasn't, we can deal with the racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was saying, hey man, like it was, he said in his letter, it was the white moderate that felt like your time will come. And he said, man, that was, that's the, that was the greatest opposition, you know, to, to our movement. And I feel like, honestly, I was in LA, the city church, Judah Smith, yeah. went to a Bible study. I was not expecting him to say anything at all about race. He gets up, the first thing he says is that all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. Wow. And he said, he also said, I want you to, I, I want you to have empathy. He said, I want you to have empathy for your brother and your sister because if your brother is white or if your brother is black and you're white or they're of a different race from you, you you're all become one in Christ. This is your brother. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, if, if police are systematically oppressing black people, then that, they're part of what we got going on. They're part of the church. This is us. This isn't like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just felt like as a minister, what an incredibly courageous voice, you know, wasn't expecting it. What one thing I love about Martin Luther King is that you never guess where he felt on politics. Mm. You didn't have to guess where he was on the war question. You wow. didn't have to guess where he was on civil rights. You didn't have to guess where he was on justice, you know. And I feel like, you know, as he was the church, you're you're the church. I'm the church. If we have a voice, then we have a voice of the church. Wow. You know, and so I feel like empathy is something great. You know, uh, it's hard to try and get into what someone else feels if you've never felt that felt that way. But you can try. You can try. This is great. I'm getting emotional. Yeah. The great thing is that I know some of my white brothers and sisters and blacks that who are taking the steps to do that. When we come back, last segment, Jimmy's going to talk to us about worship. 
yeah. I want you to tell us what it is. Sure. And I'm praying for our country that we come together and that we see change in the church first and then everywhere else. We'll we back. will. We will. Wow. <laughs> The more I realize almost everything that I believed in my life was a lie. It started as a child, first with Santa Claus, then I believed that a bra would never come between my dogs. Wrong. My sister Mary filled me in when I was seven, told me Hulk Hogan only existed on television. What? The Stone Cold Stunner and the Leg Drop, all scripted and W.O. and X-Pac. Dang. I used to walk up to them automatic doors. My mama told me that my finger was the power source, so I pointed with my pointed and it was open to come to find out she was joking had to let it soak in my mind as a boy didn't want to believe that mcguire or barry were on the roids but uh when i was young i thought the world was all right it's funny i even thought that jesus was white but yeah Over the years, you get more accustomed to pain. Used to believe my dad when he said, come to my games. Even believe my mother was a saint and could do no wrong. And then she sat me down and told me how I was born. Mind blown, but now it all makes sense. Why she didn't spaz on me when she caught me having sex, uh. I was perplexed, but now I get it. I used to think America was finished with racism. I could have missed it. I'm mad so many people don't get it. Holding this list of black names, but now I'm blacklisted. Got older. It's like it got no different I found out these independent artists isn't independent Cause major labels fund them quietly to keep perception That's deception in the game Used to believe I wanted fame Plus my name written in them lights Now I know it's so much greater Cause it's written in the hand of Christ And I, I used to say that the radio will play What the people wanted Now I know they playing was pain Feeling jaded But somehow I still believe in God I even thought a college education got me a job, man You know, I've heard a lot that worship is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I've heard that statement so much. Um, and I think we can unpack that a little bit today, but 
you know, I feel like what we're doing now is, 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 is in a sense worshiping. Yeah. Because we're talking about the things of God. Sure. And how the things of God can impact our everyday life and make our world better, which we are hoping and praying that this show does. Sure. And it's definitely what you're doing. And yeah. it's what you have done on the new album. Man, I appreciate um, it. You know, so talk to us about worship. I mean, since being at Passion, let's just be honest, they're known, you guys are known for worship, okay? Yeah. What have you learned? What have you? What did you learn before you got there? I mean, just mm -hmm. what is... What is your idea of what worship is? What I knew before I got there, and this is coming from an artist, multi-instrumentalist, yeah. all of that, that worship doesn't equal music. Mm. So many times people say, oh, man, y'all are known for worship. Yeah. But <laughs> to me, it's like, worship doesn't equal music. You know? I love the smile that you said that <laughs> it's <way. laughs> like It's like worship is building houses for people. Wow. Worship is service. Mm. Like worship is it is music too. It it can be. It's not like it isn't that and it isn't this, yeah. but I feel like when people talk about worship they only talk about music, but I feel like if you just talk about just talk about like a Sunday morning. The way that you interact with the message is worship. Wow. The way that you perceive the word of God is worship. The way that you give is worship. Uh, the whole experience is, is worship. worship. Yeah. So it's like and to me Man, I've been reading this book called The Artisan Soul, mm. and it's about by Erwin McManus. Erwin, shout yeah. out to Mosaic. Come on, man. Shout out. Shout out to, <laughs> man, Erwin, dude, I am just digging it. And uh, he said, he said something I'll never forget um, in a podcast. Um, in, a, in one of his podcasts, he said, when you, when you see God, when you come to with to God, you should go away with more questions mm. than before. So many people are like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> he was saying, seeing God should awake the wonder Woo. within you. To me, worship equals wonder. Mm. How magnificent is Christ? Mm. How magnificent is God? Have you seen him? Have you tasted him? You know, yeah. and also yeah. like the, the prayer, I feel like for me on the Heaven album, a lot of it was born out of suffering. Mm. I was going through a tough time in my yeah. life. Talk you know, um, my son was diagnosed yeah. with cancer yeah. and uh, even Beacon, the centerpiece of the album. Yeah. I made that in a hospital mm. sitting on the bed. I, I was writing that song there. That was my worship for the moment. What I feel like for creatives, wow. sometimes God will give you what you need before you even know that you need it. Wow. You know, and it comes back around to like bless you and bless everybody yeah. that'll hear it. And so that's that's how I view worship, you know. Man, I remember your son. Yeah. I mean, that impacted us all greatly, even though during that time we weren't able to even be with you and Aaron. Yeah. Um, but that your son sent a ripple effect into the community. Yeah. His life mattered and um it was a worshipful moment thank you man i mean we we love y'all both man and thank you that's just so awesome and tell us when we send a prayer out for your son and for your family tell us about one thing that we can do to take one step closer to having a lifestyle of worship you know um embrace the suffering wow you know so many times I feel like in my life when I've suffered I was distracted 
and I felt bad because the Bible says count it all joy. Mm. You're supposed to count it joy. And for for me sometimes it wasn't joyful, you know. <laughs> but I feel like what what can enhance your worship is if you can embrace the suffering, mm. you know. Even philosophically, people have tried to snuff out the gospel. People have tried to snuff out Christ, his message. It doesn't. Suffering doesn't snuff it out. Suffering is a catalyst for the gospel. Suffering is a catalyst for worship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Think about Paul and Silas imprisoned in chains. Paul's writing the Bible. What we have now as a Bible was the luxury of his suffering. He was in Paul and Silas in jail unjustly there. This is injustice that they're even in the jail. Not focused on that. Focused on Christ. Worshiping. Chains come off. Mm -hmm. The place is opened. Worship is a weapon. You know. So to me it's like when we embrace. When we embrace the suffering. And find the meaning. And the purpose in it. uh, and, And just embrace what God wants to do with it. I think that will help us to get closer to it because so many times we don't see suffering as a catalyst for the gospel as a catalyst for worship and as a luxury Mm. but John Piper said I'll never forget he said it's been given to you that you should suffer it's a gift woo (laughs) (laughs) you know Jimmy Crabity new album what's the name of it Heaven Heaven EP Heaven EP in stores right now. He's unbelievable. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter. I mean, is that is it just yeah. Jimmy Cravity? At it's Jimmy Cravity for Instagram, Twitter, and mostly all of the social media. At it's Jimmy Cravity. I love you, man. Man, I love you too, Sam. I love thank you. you for having me, man. <laughs> I appreciate it for sure. Listen, thank y'all for tuning in to a greater story with Sam Collier and Jimmy Cravity. We'll see you next time. That's when I met your friends And they was all having conversation But they were saying stuff that I couldn't understand Then all of a sudden it felt like I understood something I missed my whole life For the first time I was wearing your shoes For the first time I was hearing your views uh, I never knew how complicated life is When you feel 
feel so isolated And I know we don't speak much Cause when talking got hard All I ever did was throw the piece up My big sister Grace I'm sorry, I never learned to sign uh. And even though you were born deaf I pray you forgive me for the years I lived blind listening to a greater story with your host sam collier don't forget to subscribe on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher or any other podcast directory if you like what you hear leave a five-star review a greater story with your host sam collier distributed by american urban radio networks when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.